beautiful people and welcome back on Home in a Teacup, the podcast on which we're trying to understand the feeling of home through conversations on the topics of cultural identity, nationality, languages and travel. In today's episode, Chloe talks to us about her experience in Canada as an exchange student, which did not go as smoothly as she had hoped for, but where she yet found an unexpected happiness and how she sees her future from then on. Before starting, I'd like to say that none of the speakers are native English speakers, so mistakes can and will probably be made. Do not forget to subscribe if you like this episode and wish to hear more fascinating conversations like this one. And you can follow Home in a Teacup on Instagram if you want to be updated with the latest news. Hope you enjoy! Hello and <laughs> welcome on Home in a Teacup. Could you please introduce yourself to the people who do not know you? <laughs> Uh, so my name is Chloe. I am 20 years old. I am living in near Lorient and I am in my third year of my English degree and hoping to go uh, to Canada next year. Okay, well obviously the one thing I'm going to ask you questions about is the fact that you went to study abroad in Canada last year. Is that I did. Right? I did, yes. What led you to make this decision? Uh, why was I interested in Canada first? Is that what your question? Yes, yeah. exactly. And where were you in Canada? I didn't even ask. Well, uh, do you see where uh, Saint-Pierre-et-Miquelon is? The kind French of, island. Yeah, it is. Well, uh, I was just the uh, Canadian island just above it. Okay, on uh, an island? It was an island, yes. I was not in the on the country itself on the continent I was in an island next to it and I was in the city called St. John's okay and to answer your question to be honest uh, I don't know uh one day I just thought like I heard someone saying that they went to uh um in high school they went to how is it called uh I don't remember the name an exchange, an exchange year. I don't know why I didn't remember oh, that. Erasmus year. Yeah, but in high school. And I heard that you couldn't, you could oh, do it yes. during your high school years. Mm. And I was like, I have to do it. I still have to do it. And well, I couldn't during my high school year, but instead I went for uh, uh, summer. And I don't know why, but I was like, I have to go to Canada. For some reason, I I I want I, I had Canada in mind, even though I always had some uh, interest in the United States, to be honest. But then I was like, yeah, but Canada sounds really good as well. So I went to Canada and just okay. Sorry, there was just a little pause. <laughs> Hello. Sorry. Keep going. Keep going. I cut that in the, in the edit. In the editing. <laughs> come on come so you that was Canada for you <laughs> yes it was just Canada for me and and then I went to I went into well uh, my degree my English degree in university and I was just looking forward to go for a uh, school year there and I just uh, decided like I, I had to go there so I was looking into the Eras- Erasmus, Erasmus, I don't know how it's yes. called. And I said that I could actually go to Canada, which I went for. <laughs> and then, well, 
key I was in St. John's and just looking around me be like am I really in Canada am I really in St. John's like no way but uh, that's how it went was it your first choice uh St. John's yes at first no because I actually wanted to go to a town uh, no it's more city called Victoria it's near Vancouver I think mm. But then I discovered that it was just for a semester that I could go there. And I really wanted to to do a whole year. Mm. So then I heard that uh, my cousin knew someone who went to St. John's. So I also saw that it was uh, for a year. So I was like, okay, yeah, why not? And it seemed on the paper kind of like Lorient. So I was like, yeah, why not? Let's go there. And she helped me. Um, to do the whole paperwork and yeah mm. so did you did you have any how can I say that when you so you knew you wanted to go to Canada mm -hmm. when you arrived in Canada did you regret anything or did you just feel like it was exactly the way you imagined it um a little bit of both to be honest because uh I keep like when people are asking me how was Canada for me and how it went in St. John's I always say that it was good and bad at the same time Ooh, why is that um well because of the city St. John St. John's it's just not it was not the city that I thought it would be and it's good for people that are much more older <laughs> Oh. it's more like a, a it's not very active no it's more like a quiet town uh to go to when you retire it's mm. yeah and and even if not if it's not for that it's more for also the stuff to do in there i didn't have much to do i didn't have much stuff to use to go someplace uh the the public services are not good <laughs> for that so most of the time I stayed just in my room and hoping for the day to pass after some point and yeah that was the end okay. was kind of hard but then I also discovered my boyfriend there oh wait you have a boyfriend I do I didn't I, even know that <laughs> I do I do have a boyfriend and I met him there so is is he like in Canada or is he is he lives near wow. Toronto wow yes that's a lot that's a lot so yeah. that changes everything well at first no it did not no, because okay. we were living in the university so we were good but then obviously yeah it was uh then we uh we thought about it and we're like do we do we not do we continue should we should we not should we not and uh, then yes we did and here we are a year and a half later still together and hoping for the best oh, a year and a half later yeah Oh, that's yeah. crazy. So that explains also why you so much want to go back there. Um, if I want to be honest with myself, yes. Uh, but then no, because mm. I don't want to move there. Sorry for my boyfriend, but I don't want to move there just for my boyfriend. <laughs> you know, it's it's, it's not mm. me. It's not something that I want to do. I want to go there because I like the country. I like the way of living there. I like, I like mm. well... Just the whole thing there, but yeah, here's a plus, obviously, but sorry, but it's not the only thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. <laughs> yes, that's what we want. <laughs> so basically, like you spend, even though you were kind of disappointed with the city you were in, 
you still know that you want to go back there no matter what yeah because St. John's was not the city that I wanted to be in uh, after some point I kind of discovered that the hard way but then um at, at first to be honest I thought no Canada is not for me I don't like it and then uh, my classes ended in April the exams were done in April yeah it's really that's soon. very early yes it is Which was really great. Uh, but mm. then, uh, since I had some money left, I used it uh, to buy myself a plane ticket. Or is it he? Did he, did he buy me the plane ticket? I don't remember. <laughs> but, sure. <laughs> I don't remember, to be honest. <laughs> but anyway, so I went to his house uh, and stayed there for a whole month. Came back in June. And when I was there in May, I really liked it. We went around. Um, he and his family made me discover uh, the... I, I always struggle to say that name. Niagara Falls. Oh, y yes. The Niagara... Niagara? No. <laughs> yeah, I always, I always struggle to do it as well, and my boyfriend always makes like makes fun of me for it. Uh, I feel like our French accent just wants to go out whenever we want to say the words. Yeah, because in French we say Niagara, but then in English I think it's Niagara. Yes, Niagara Falls. Like that. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yes, I think it, it's that. So yeah, I I saw that. I went uh, into the CN Tower as well. Uh, and the thing that helps, or that helped also, is that uh, I were I was able to use my uh, mother's my mother-in-law's car. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. So since I could use it, because you can, even though you don't have a permit there, a license, sorry, you you can drive without you can, a license. No, you can, but I have my French license. Oh, okay. So you you have like some sort of equivalence. Yeah, but just for a small amount of time, like you can use it for three months, I think, or maybe more. And then you have to get a Canadian license. Yes. Okay. But since I was ju there just for months. And to be honest, I wasn't even sure how they could know that I was there just for a month or more. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't know, but yeah. I mean, they can't but... check. They can't ask you like, do you have... Like, the date on which you started driving. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's just, I don't know. And so, yeah, since I could use the car there, uh, it helped a lot. Because there, it's like the uh, USA. You have to get a car. You have to drive everywhere. Mm. Otherwise, you can't go anywhere. Just like in St. John's, if you don't have a car, it's... No. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. What are the things you like the most about the Canadian culture? The poutine. <laughs> really? I thought it was really greasy. I know, it's really greasy, to be honest, yes. <laughs> but I love it. I, to be honest, I really like the poutine. But not even that, it's just like... I wouldn't be able to really tell you about what I, I like the most. It. Yeah, I feel so comfortable there. I feel like... Um, well, it enters your subject of your mm. podcast, but it's just, I, I, feel, I feel home and then not mm. so much because I, I feel home as well in France. So just both and I felt comfortable there mm. and it felt right. And then I also have my boyfriend, so mm. it helps. That helps, I can imagine. Did you feel any homesickness from like... Yeah, I did. 
which is why, I, like I said, I feel comfortable there, but I felt comfortable here as well, is that after some point, especially when I was in St. John's, like I said, it was kind of hard after some point, so I felt really homesick. At first, not so much, uh, but then when I don't have anything to do, yes. Uh, mm. I'm someone who needs to do stuff, who needs to get involved, to... Yeah, I have stuff to do in general, and in St. John's I did not, uh, so... Even with the university? No, I had classes, and I had a job as well. Oh, I... could you get a job? Yeah, 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 like um, what um, Grace do. Oh, a job as an assistant? Yes, that's what I did. Instead of teaching English, I was teaching French, obviously. Mm. But, uh, so yeah, I had that, but it's not that much to do. I don't, like, I had friends, but they were, they had their own stuff to do, you know? And mm. when it comes to me, I didn't really enjoy what they wanted to do, which is, like, for example, smoke, because weed is legal yeah. there. And it was not something that I was interested in, uh, into. Mm. So, uh after some point, yes, I felt homesick and... So also... not at the beginning? Like no. Later. No, yeah, it, it happened way after. Oh, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, I went the other way. <laughs> oh, that's right, because usually, I, I know that for me, I felt homesick for like one or two weeks and then it just went away. That's... No, like I said, I just need to have stuff to do. I just need to have... Well, I guess life, <laughs> if mm. I can say that. And a routine. Not even that. A routine is not something that I look for. It's more like going out with friends, going mm. out uh, in general, uh, going to restaurants, having a, jo a job. Uh, yeah, stuff that keeps me occupied. Uh, weren't there any club at the university you were in? There is, but it's just like um, my my friends there, they really like to party. Uh, like, okay. oh my God. <laughs> and they went like every weekend, every Friday, every Saturday, they went uh, to mm. uh, clubs. But the thing is, is that it's not really my thing. Mm. Clubbing is not something that I look for. And they all always went to the same club almost like it was the mm. two same clubs and yeah there was one thing that I did and I really enjoyed it I do not regret it is uh being in in a party bus in a what party bus what's the concept it's like a club but in a bus that is driving Ooh. around <laughs> <laughs> I, I imagine that being sober is really hot in that kind of thing <laughs> it can be really fun I'm not like the one who drives uh, no, not drive. What am I saying? Did you Who drive the bus? No, I did not. <laughs> but uh, I don't drink so much, so I started to get the hang of it. And mm. I like to party without being drunk. It's not something that I look yeah. for, uh, even though I, I drink alcohol, but I don't get drunk. Mm. Um, and I really enjoyed it once, but not more. <laughs> yeah, because it was like the one party of the semester. Oh, no, no, it happened after. There, uh, there was some more party buses but mm. no it was good once but like I said clubbing is not really my thing mm. and after some point the party burst was it was packed so it was really hot and and I don't know how people can dance in this I mean if the boss is driving around how can you dance what 
I, I don't know how we did it, but it was like there was still some dancing, there was still some people talking, like uh, there was people, uh, well, kissing too much, <laughs> if I may say. <laughs> That's a very lovely way of saying it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but other than that, it was really fun. I had a great time, and yeah, that was all. And mm. yeah, and then when I came. To, and when I went into um, to tomorrow there, I spent much of my days to hang out with my boyfriend and spend some time with uh, his family. And um, his sister has um, she, uh, their uh, fi- they they have a fiance, mm. and I really hit it off with uh, them. So I spent much of much of my day with uh, with them. Mm. but then I also felt like I missed France still I wanted to go back what did you miss about France? the food (laughs) thank you (laughs) (laughs) I I I I wouldn't be able to tell you what I miss it's just I feel like it's because I have my way here I I I have everything done just like paperwork I don't have to think of uh, whose car I am, am I going to take because I have mine mm. I don't have to think how, what a type of gas I have to take because it's not really written the same way there mm. it's just stuff here that I know that, uh, and I don't know them there and it's just I have to learn everything again there yeah. so that's something that is scary and to be honest kind of annoying annoying mm. Um, like all the things we kind of take for granted in our country the thing we're used to all the habits that we have as a population as a country when you go to another country all of a sudden you have to relearn all those things and redo everything exactly so yeah that that was something that i missed yeah and and there i I don't know it just it just feels comfortable it just feels like home I guess Mm. I still feel accepted there did you have any homesickness when you came back here like not homesickness technically but like yes no I do what I do get what you mean and to answer to your question I think yes because there are some stuff there that I I, I wanted to say we do but um, (laughs) it's a way of saying I get you no (laughs) and (laughs) Stuff that I do here that I don't do there. And I missed all this stuff. I miss... Um, well, mainly because Canada has big cities, even though they say it's small, a small city. But here, mm. when I'm here, it's really small compared to there. Especially in Brittany. Yeah, especially <laughs> here. And I guess for that, I miss the being like close to everything. Even though it's contract. I don't know how to say it. It's not the real, really the case because it's like the United States. Everything is apart. Yes, and you have to take the car and everything. Yes, but still, there was the fact of being in a big city and having everything mm. like by hand. You can mm. you can go everywhere, and the easy going as well. I guess uh, it just there you don't have to worry about if you look great or not. It's just 
to go outside in peaches and that's good <laughs> yes it's just in france we are so obsessed with yeah. always looking good like you can't wear your pictures outside you can't you have to be always well dressed yes. always nice you can't just go to university with i don't know like a sports suit or something like that no you can't it's just no. we are so rigid when it comes to that type of things We are. And that's something that I prefer for Canada is that they're much more uh, cool with it. They're, yeah, they're, they're cool with it and it's just okay for you to don't look really good and mm. it's just okay. They don't, they don't judge you over that and they still, they still will be nice with you even though you look like, well, crap. <laughs> <laughs> that way of saying it. It's all right. You can be ugly. No one's going to judge you. <laughs> yes, yes. Whereas here, I feel like every time I go, like how I dress right now, which is sweatpants and mm. a sweater, I feel like uh, people are looking at me. It doesn't really bother me, but after some point, I'm like, quit it, please. I'm just wearing stuff that I am comf comfortable in. Yes. So I know that in even in libraries and everything, like during exam periods, exam seasons people in universities they don't care they just wear sweatpants all the time because it's comfortable so that makes sense in you a don't way. want to think of um how comfortable the the stuff you're wearing is when you're taking your exam exactly you just want to be comfortable but not for us like we're just going to get all the dresses out mm -hmm. <laughs> we're just going to try and look perfect and everything whereas you just want a bit comfortable yes and I like snow as well, which is why I'm going there. How was there. it? The snow, well, when I was there, uh, people who are born and native from St. John's or the uh, Newfoundland is the island, how it's called. And uh, people from Newfoundland, they were saying that that year was not really a good one for snow. It was, mm. there was not so much and I agreed with them. Uh, but then I went uh, in February, I went again in near Toronto And there was much more snow and I really much liked it. My boyfriend was not having it, but <laughs> I really much like it. But it's only because I haven't been living in the same way he does, which is having to shovel the snow every like every day or yes, almost. So Was it very cold? Well, that's what I always explain to people is that it is cold on the uh, on the temperatures are saying it's really cold but then when you are going outside it doesn't feel the same uh, compared to here like when it's zero it's freezing like hell freezing mm. and there it's like minus five six seven and it's the same as here when it's zero yeah i think that's because for us it's very wet like it's so wet yes, freezing. that's what i have i've been saying uh to my parents is that they're here it's really like humid mm. so in winter you feel it as well as in summer mm. and there even uh, even more in during um the winter is that it's really dry the, the the air is really dry and i feel it when i wake up in the morning for example my throat is really sore because of it and So the cold is, you feel it in a different way than you do here. Mm. It's, it, you don't feel it as hard, if I may say, as you do here. Mm. Even though you have minus 10 or 20, you're like feeling it, that's for sure. But yeah. 
Was it very different to live on an island? I, I don't know the state of mind, the way of leaving, well, the population, the weather. I, it, I would say no, but again, like since I haven't been able to do much there, since it was either take the bus, but it was a nightmare to take. It was not really well done, or mm. you take the the taxi, but well, it's really expensive. So to be honest, I haven't been able to do much. So I haven't seen much people there. Uh, so if I was completely honest with you, I wouldn't be able to answer your question. Yeah, you just spend time with the people from the university and everything. Uh, yes, I lived in um, in the university itself. Like there were uh, different buildings to live in, and I was living in Bowater. Yay, water. <laughs> it's like the university stuff like you see in in, um, in movies where the... Are all the deltas and everything? Uh, it's not the big houses like we have. It's Where mm. I was living is a different type of building, even though there was those buildings that you see in movies with the huge columns and mm. everything. There was some in other parts of the university, but I was not living in them. However, there's a big sense of... Um, togetherness community of community yes and whenever you were saying you're from water it's like oh so you're you're from the party building the party community mm. and like yeah but i'm not the one partying so <laughs> <laughs> did you spend a lot of time with other people i don't know were there any exchange students other than you yes because uh i met i met someone there uh whose name is rin, rin. I, I, that guy is just so awesome. Y you mm -hmm. cannot meet a person who's nicer than that man. Is he's just like amazing, and he's an exchange student from Japan. Well, at least he was. Ooh. Yes, uh, I met someone from Brazil. Uh, from even though, it, and it's not even exchange student that I met. I also met students like international students mm. the difference is, is that exchange students are uh, just there for a year whereas the international students are there for the entire um, university uh, degree so mm. yeah and I met tons of people from all around the world like uh, I met someone who's from Colombia I met someone who's from like many people were from India or Bangladesh I think it's called Bangladesh, I think yes. it is. Um, Japan, Brazil, uh, England. Um, yeah, I, I, I think I could say more, but I don't remember <laughs> which country they were You from. didn't have to list them all, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I met lots of different countries. Well, not countries, but nationalities. Yeah, obviously. Yes. Did it, like, was it hard to mix the nationalities and the different cultural habits um it depends for example to be honest i did not hit it off a much a lot with people from uh in the, the person who's from england or the person who are from Canada. i did not really hit it off with them weirdly uh but i hit it off much more with the uh international students mm. and well I, the difference is that there were, lots of them were Muslim, 
mm. which is something that I was before not in like I've never met someone who was Muslim so for example when it came to Ramadan I always made some like mistakes where saying like do you want water and then it's Ramadan I'm like oh yeah shoot <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> but Other than that, it was not really different because since we were all from different nationalities, it was so different that it became normal. So it, mm. like, I don't know how to explain. It just, like, was not something that we thought of, or at least that's what I think. You're uh, used to it. Yeah, because most of them were, f like, lots of them were from India or Bangladesh. And so sometimes it was kind of um, something because they talked in between each other in their own language. Mm. So you're just there sitting there and you're just like, what did you just say? <laughs> Can you explain? I don't understand. But then they're really nice and they just because they're talking to each other. And when you're in another country and you can talk your native language, it feels comfortable. It feels like home. It feels almost better, if I may say. And so I understand why they would speak it between them in their own language because... When I was able to do the same thing, I always took it. So mm. I was not upset over it because I understood. Yeah. And was it hard to switch completely in English at first? Oh my God, yes! <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Tell not... me about it. <laughs> oh my God. It's not the fact of switching to English that was hard. Is I don't know why, but my brain had a struggle to go back to French is that some people were asking me, how do you say that in French? And I was like, I don't remember. <laughs> I It's just like my brain, my brain was not switching over to French anymore and it was just struggling to go to the French side of my brain, if I may mm. say. And um, just my brain was just like, you're in a country where it's, English, you have to speak English. Everybody is speaking English. The only way that you can be understood is via English. So English it is. And then when I had to go over to French, it's like it was unnatural. Mm. And after some point, I was like, I don't even know what I am saying right now because I feel like I'm saying something wrong when someone is was trying to ask me how you translate something in French and yeah I, I I struggled to go back to French when I was there but then when I arrived in France all was okay oh almost oh my <laughs> <laughs> oh almost I have to admit after some point I was like uh saying some stuff and my parents were just looking at me like what did you say I'm like, why? Because they were saying that the word I was I, I was saying, I said it in the French accent, but it was actually a, a, an English word, mm. and my brain just did not process that. <laughs> so, yeah, at the beginning when I came back, it was uh, an adjustment that I had to do. But, yeah, no, it was still okay. <laughs> and did you experience, for example... Some moments when you were feeling really low and you wanted to express what you were feeling, but you did not truly manage to express everything in English. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the thing is that I always struggle to talk about my feelings in French. It's not, mm. I'm not someone who, share, uh, who shares their feeling a lot. 
and my best friend is really upset over it but uh well and but when it came to English I struggle and I struggled and I still do to say what I really want to say which is something that I start to be really frustrated mm-hmm. uh and but um it's still easier for me to talk about them them being my feelings uh it's easier to talk about it in english i feel like it's Um, and i feel like it's the case for everyone who speaks another language i feel like you take some distance yes with your feelings when you say in another language and at the same time not completely because we are nearly bilingual at this point but still it's not the mother language yes so since I, i wouldn't say i'm bilingual because if i was if i were sorry I wouldn't struggle so much to find my words sometimes like my boyfriend is just really patient with it and it's just so nice mm. but sometimes I just like I I end up being uh, frustrated with myself because I want to say something but I don't know how to and then when I do say what I want to say it did not come out the way I wanted to mm-hmm. and most of the time I'm not really the uh, smoothest person also so it can be really uh, upsetting sometimes what I say which is not the point mm. but so, so yeah it, it can be frustrating but at the same time is it can be easier yeah did you ever did you ever find yourself in a position where you said something you didn't want to say because you thought that was the right translation in English uh so much with my uh, well I'm keep saying my boyfriend because he's the person that I'm cool. talking to the Obviously. most <laughs> so especially in English but uh that happened so much uh like I I want to say something and sometimes I'm just like trying to find something and how to say it I'm starting a sentence and then in the middle of the sentence I'm just like big silence yeah because I don't remember the the name. I don't remember the how it's pronounced. I don't remember what's the translation for. And sometime it also happened that the word that I was thought of uh, and said was not the correct one. So um, there have been some uh arguments sometimes because of what i said and because he thought it was kind of hurtful oh yeah and i was like i'm so sorry but it's not what i meant <laughs> i'm so sorry and then sometimes it ended up it ended up in a really funny situation because i don't have the correct way of saying stuff for example saying saying uh, a doll like the this thing to play with mm. and then being dull Oh, that's actually really hard. Yes. Especially uh, with the accents, like the Canadian accent, you don't really hear the difference. Uh, I, I struggle to hear the difference. But then I said stuff like, I don't remember the content, the, the why I said it. But uh, one, I, I said this example because it happened, is that I wanted to say something uh, about my boyfriend and I wanted to say doll, but then I... I I guess I said doll instead mm. and it was at the beginning of our relationship I, I don't think we were even together at that point but still today he makes fun of it uh, like over, <laughs> over it I'm just like oh, come on <laughs> come on quit it I feel like 
especially sometimes we don't even realize that we translate literally from French, from French expressions. Yeah, I do. It happens so much. Yes, for example, uh, I wanted, I don't know how to say it in English anymore. Um, you know, when you're upset over something that someone said to you and like it uh, hurts your ego. Mm. And there's a word in English. It doesn't mean that the, that I, at all. It doesn't mean that at all. But I use the word vex, vex, vexed. Mm. It doesn't mean that. But my boyfriend was like, I, that, I, I get what you try to say. I, I got it. But that is not the word that you're looking for. Yeah. <laughs> People just make so much fun of us because of that. Like I, the other day, I was looking at one of my friends playing chess on his phone and I said oh you can move that pawn here so that you could eat the queen and he looked at me and was like eat the queen <laughs> <coughs> sorry the wrong way don't worry <laughs> and so he made fun of me because he was like take the queen I was like I don't know in French we say eat the queen <laughs> <laughs> that is a good one that is a good one yeah I always find like myself translating stuff to my boyfriend because there's jokes that I thought was really funny mm. and or like stuff that I want to say like a, a, um, a sentence or a um, uh, a way of speaking and I'm translating it to him and he's just like that is so weird you French people have a weird way of speaking he doesn't <laughs> like he doesn't like French people to begin with so it doesn't help but I mean they're still dating you so <laughs> I know weird I know but uh, he doesn't really enjoy French because he had really bad experiences in French, uh, French mm. classes. Mm. And, uh, but yeah, so when I tell him, for example, to say, uh, good luck, we say shit. <laughs> and he's like, Wait, how? <laughs> Why? <laughs> I mean, obviously, <laughs> that wouldn't make any sense to any, any not French person. Yeah. Do you actually know why we say shit in French? I mean, wait, first, for any non-French native person listening to us, so that we can explain it. Yes. When, in France, we believe that saying good luck is bad luck, actually. So we tend to say shit instead. Like saying break a leg in English. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, but there's a, there's a, an explanation of why we say shit nowadays. Uh, and I said that it's because... Before, you know, they were not using cars, but they were using horses. And whenever you went in front of a theater and you saw tons of shit in front of the theater, that meant it was a good play. So the more shit you saw, the more, the better the play was. Wow. Yes. I was so blown away as well when I heard that. <laughs> that actually makes sense. It does. It does. And when I learned that, I was like, yeah that makes so much sense it's insane that we actually kept the expression over the years i think that as well that see that's why uh, i i guess it was the question that you wanted to ask me uh, later on say whatever you want <laughs> but uh like i said i wanted to i want to be a french teacher a french mm -hmm. professor in an English-speaking country, because I, I love french so much i love like the language itself and I want to like teach it to people who doesn't understand it, who doesn't speak it, because I feel like it's French is like so beautiful and yes, complicated, but that's what <laughs> it makes it so like awesome, I guess. <laughs> that's actually you just made me think about a question I didn't yes. think about asking you. Like, do you, 
How can I say that? It's okay. I always struggle as well. <laughs> I do understand the struggle there. Is would you see English as only a tool, or are you very passionate about English the way you're passionate about French? I am not as passionate about English as I am with French. Ooh. I am not. Uh, however, I still love English. It's just like on a novel, on a level, I would put French over English. Really? Yes. Uh, however, if I see it as a tool, yes, because it's useful. You have like uh, every time you go somewhere and you don't know the the language of the country you're visiting, you can still, I guess, speak English because there's there should be someone who speaks the language. And if not that, there's more and more uh, English in our surroundings, in like how we talk and everything. There's more and more influence of the of the English language, English language. Uh, but more to that is that I still think that English is a, a language that is beautiful, not as much as French. But still, Ooh, <laughs> I think we're going to disagree on that. <laughs> Ooh. Um, but yes, I still think English is a really beautiful language. And as contradictory that would be, uh, I love English for its simpleness. Mm. I love French for how complicated it can be, but I love English for how simple it can be as well. So... <laughs> Sometimes so many thoughts make so much more sense in English than they do in French. And yet when you try to explain something in French, it makes much more sense than when you do it in English. I felt... Um, I, I, you may disagree, but... I don't agree on that. <laughs> I feel like sometimes it's... Um, yes, it is simple to, simpler to talk about stuff in English because there are more words sometimes for stuff but then when it comes to French I feel like it's um, even easier because yes it's a more complicated language but there's so much more words that I, I, I think uh, than in English and there are so much more synonyms to so much words mm. and they can mean the same thing yes but at the same time there's some degree to the word that changes the meaning and mm. which is why I think sometimes it's easier in in French to explain stuff than in English. But yet at the same time, English is so versatile and it's a versatility that we don't always have in French. Yes, which is why I still love English. Mm. Uh, I love like the simpleness of it, the, the the way that we can communicate to everyone with it and the the way that you can use it for like uh well i like it because i also uh i can talk about how i feel easier it's easier for me to talk in english about my feelings than when it is in french so it's not just a tool because i use it like mm. this well i guess it's not just a tool but yeah so do you what's your favorite language to read for example or to watch tv series or anything huh that is two different questions because and two different answers because mm. i love to read in french uh for the i i wouldn't be really be able to explain why but just like in french it's so much more 
poetic sometimes, much more uh, smooth mm-hmm. uh, as well. Uh, but then also is that the I don't read as much in English yet. I started to read in English more and more right now. Is just that the ones that I've read before the books that I've read were not as good because I don't like the books in English because most of the time they will make huge sentences and that you have yeah. to the the ones that I've read they were like having really huge and horrid sentences and I felt like it was just losing me and I didn't have the um the feeling the enjoy of reading uh, the feeling of enjoying captivated yeah no whereas in french it's like small but strong sentences or i feel like it is and it just goes to the point and but then it's still poetic Mm. it's yeah it's i just love french (laughs) (laughs) and didn't you want to do studies in french or french literature or something like that I didn't first because I wanted to um, learn more about the English uh, language. Mm. I wanted to be able to speak it, to talk to strangers and be able to have a full-on conversation. So which is why I went into English studies. But the more time passes, the more I am interested in learning about it's uh, it's being French literature. Mm. So, so would you see, like, what's the next step for you? Because we're at the end of our degree. Oh, so. don't talk about it, please. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm afraid I have to. He's <laughs> <laughs> okay, don't worry. Um, my next step right now, well, um, is to go to Tours. Okay, so Centre of France. Is it? Not really. It's like... Um, South of Paris that I know? No, it's uh, like an hour away, an hour and a half from Angers. If you know where Angers oh, is. Oh, yeah, obviously I start in my studies there. <laughs> so it's not really... Uh, it's like southern than Brittany, but it's not that far. It's like three hours away from here. Yeah, so it's... Well... For people who want to know where it is, just look on the map, please. Because <laughs> it's very hard to explain. Yes. Um, I really want to go to the master degree there because uh, they're the only one, or so I think, uh, from what I found. Uh, that master degree is the only one that um, would make me have a Canadian degree at the end. Oh, is it like, is it like, um, uh, how do you say in English? You know, when you have to go in another country as well to validate your degree. Exactly. If I, what I want to do right now is a master degree in how to teach French to foreigners or non-native French speakers. And in order to do it, I, I can do it here. There are master degrees that are like, that helps me do it. But the thing is that I want to be a French teacher in a speak in an English speaking country, especially Canada, if I can. And in order to do that, I will need to have a diploma there that 
dictates that I can and that shows that I've took take I've taken classes there and I have a Canadian diploma in if I do not then I have to take um, I don't know I don't know how long of a, of studies I have to take more but I still have to take some if I don't mm. And the one that I have in Tours is that I do for one semester. So from September to December, I do a semester in Tours okay. in the city itself. But then from January to December, so a whole year, I go to uh, Canada in Vancouver, exactly, exactly, a university there. Um, and I learn how to uh, teach French to Canadians or there. That's actually great because yeah. we're not like... We have that thing in France, which is called FLE. So basically, you have to you learn how to teach French to find people, but it's basically it's usually for foreigners in France. It's these, yes, these degrees are not made for you to go abroad. And no, they teach. are not. Which is why every time I have been asking around my teachers, they're like, "You have if you do take your master degree here, you will have once you go abroad." A abroad abroad mm. uh once you go there you will have to do more studies because you will not give you what you want mm. so which is why i want to take that master degree in, in tour because it allows me to have at the end a um, diploma that is french but also canadian i can use both in mm. both country and so you would you would do your last semester in france because if you have like one semester in France, then a whole year from January to December in Canada, the last semester, obviously, you have to come back. No, because uh, it's called, the, I think they they still call it a master degree because a master degree is two years. Mm. Uh, but it's also called, um, I don't know how to translate it in English. Uh, it's a, a form, formation for no. Mm, yeah mm, something like that <laughs> it's something that you have to do um it's not a full it's not a full two years it's something that i can do in a year and a, a year and a half uh because i can do it from my first year of my master degree but i can still do it after my uh in my second year of master degree Mm. but to be honest i really want to be done with my studies so yeah <laughs> yeah I'm, oh i'm so f- over studies <laughs> so yeah i feel like many people over their studies like i feel like everyone in our year keeps on saying i can't anymore i just want to quit that <laughs> yeah but the thing is that i've been uh when i was in st john's i was able to actually teach french and mm. which is why i also did it because i wanted to know if it's something that i really thrive in and that i really enjoy and I did. I really did, even though I had a hard time there. I, it was my escape, kind of. Mm. And it was something that, even though I didn't want to go at first, I still enjoyed it so much. I, I Yeah, it was just so cool, even though sometimes there were no students showing. <laughs> oh, yeah. were they? Yes. But still, it was something that I th- thrived in. And I, I know now that I, I want to keep going and... That's what I want to do. So I really hope that I can be taken in that master degree. Mm. And from what I've seen as well is that with that master degree, I can, once I'm in Vancouver, yes, I have uh, classes, but I also have internship. 
so I can mm. also I think you have a moment where you just look but then the professor is still with you but you have uh, uh, the class for yourself kind of almost and then at the end you have your um, memoir oh um wait 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 dissertation <laughs> yes yes if you can yeah i guess you can say that but uh you still have to do it and mm. then you, i think you have your diploma after that and you can just go on and be a french teacher there oh that's good oh i i hope it is from what i've seen there was not much information to be honest uh, it was kind of well empty <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wasn't sure at first even though I, I, I wasn't even sure of how much uh, places there were actually there was this just three but I thought it was just two at first only three yeah and are there many people actually like, they said uh, they said that there was not ma- um, a lot of uh, demand demands mm. Mm. yeah I, I can't uh, remember the exact translation but I see what you mean yeah <laughs> so yeah Oh, and okay, I have a very hot question. Go I don't ahead. like asking it. Like, what if it doesn't work out? That is a good question. Uh, that is a good question, to be honest. Because if it doesn't work out for now, uh, and, and I mean, if it doesn't work out for tour, I mean, mm. I guess that's what you mean. Yeah, obviously not. I, I think it's going to work out for Canada, but maybe not in this way. Um, well, it's something that I thought of, and I was like, what if? What if? We hate that question. (laughs) Yeah, but then I discovered something just like out of nowhere. It just struck me when I was looking for for stuff on my phone. And then I discovered the diploma, I think it is, of... It's called DAFL in Mm. French. But it's basically a diploma that is linked to the French Alliance that um, shows that you can... Uh, teach French but you can use it to actually go into many different countries to teach French okay. through that French alliance mm. and it's just it's um, something that you have to take uh, beside your studies so I guess I would I um, apply it to different uh, f- um, master degree that allows me to well in, uh, mm. teaching French to foreigners but then I thought that afterwards I could not take a job well uh, just a small job while I do my my diploma DAF or whatever mm. so I can then if not in Canada just still vis- visit countries and travel around the world and mm. t- still teach French if I can I don't know if it's really possible, but I hope so. Of course it is. <laughs> we have to manifest it. Yes, that's what I'm trying to do. So yes, it is possible and yes, I can do it. <laughs> On another note, I was wondering, did you experience any culture shock when you came back here? When I came back here? Um, that is a good question, to be honest, because I'm... I, you just ask the questions on the bit right, right there and I, I don't know. <laughs> um, like, was it hard coming back here? It was hard, but I don't think uh, for... Like, it was hard for uh, living 
someone that is really important to me behind. So mm. yeah, for that it was really hard. And um, other than that, it was hard as well for living a way of living that I don't have here. Mm. Because I started to kind of have habits, not really good ones always, but uh, still I started to have habits there uh, that I don't have here. And even more because I was starting to live alone, do my own choices. Whereas here, when I came back, I uh, started again to live with my parents. Mm. Because it's easier. I don't live real. I, I live like mm, 20 minutes away in, by car from Lorient. And since I have my driver license, mm. I can do it. And a car. And a car. <laughs> Very important. <laughs> yes. But then it was still good to be back because I still love friends. I still love the culture. Mm. I still love the language. So it was feeling... It was. I felt good to be back for being able to speak French again being around people that I haven't seen for a long time. For example, my parents or my friends or my mm. cousin who's more like my best friend than my family. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for that, yeah, it was hard and then easy at the same time. Mm. But do you miss the country? Canada? Um mm. I do and I do not, as weird as it sounds. Mm. Uh, I do because, like I said, I really love the country. I really love like how they do things. And But then, like I said, I, I'm someone who needs to have stu- stuff to be done. I need to have stuff to do. I need to have a life. And in Canada, for now, I don't. I don't have anything to do. I don't have... I, if I go there, it's to be with my boyfriend and to visit stuff. Mm. And it's not something that I thrive in. I need to have a job, I guess. I need to start to have people to hang out with. Uh, mm. Yeah. So I do and I do not. <laughs> yeah, you're actually one of the first people I met who came back from a country and told me they did not completely miss it. I do. Don't don't get me wrong, I still do. I know you do. But I sometimes there's like a part of me who's like, yeah, you do, but do you really? <laughs> mm. Because I, which is why I think that once I'm there in Canada and teaching French, yes, I know that I will like it. I'm hundred percent sure I will enjoy being there and teach French. Mm. However, I also know that after some point. I would want to go back to France. Mm. So you already know that at some point you want to. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I do not. I will not want to come back. But there's a part of me who's like, but you're so much, uh, like you're so attached to French and the way you live here and everything that you know. Mm. That there's yes a big chance that I will want to come back after some point to do what? That is a good question. You'll see. Yes. Who cares? <laughs> maybe I will just come back here for retirement. Maybe I will come back here when I don't know if uh, there's a big stuff going on here and I have to come back and I don't want to leave again afterwards. I I don't know. It's just I I'm I am pretty sure that after some point, yes, I will want to go back to France. Mm. 
Uh, I'm afraid we're actually reaching the end of the episode because I can't do them very long. <laughs> so I'm just going to ask you now, even though I still have a lot of questions, so that would be for another day. <laughs> for sure, for sure, whenever you want. <laughs> I'm going to ask you the signature question. Are you ready? Yeah, go ahead. What? Oh, that's my phone, sorry. What does home mean to you and where is it? Oh, jeez. <laughs> very um, deep question. <laughs> yeah. What does home mean to me? Um, home. It, you know what? I've Since I've listened to your podcast before, uh, and I know that it's a question that comes back every time. I've been that's thinking. the point of a signature question. <laughs> yeah. And I've been thinking about it. And, yeah. and still right now, I am not sure to... If, if I can answer to that question, mm. because it's so large, home depends to so many people. And if it comes to me, then it's a feeling, if, I'm, mm. if I have to say, it's a feeling of being comfortable, uh, knowing that you can just be there and think of yourself and just you can just do like be who you want to be and who you are and it can be with someone it can be in a place it can be in a city it can be in a country it can be in so many mm. places and in with so many people it's just it differs so that's too intangible to grasp in a way yeah, because I feel home in my house with my parents, but at the same time, it doesn't really feel like home because it, my home, it would be just my my room and it's not, I guess it's not enough because it's mm. just a room and I don't do everything that I want. And yet I still feel home with my boyfriend because I'm so comfortable with him. Mm. And yet I'm still comfortable and so comfortable with my friends and people that are really like that I am attached to and I feel home as well because well like I said I feel comfortable with them and I can share whatever I think and it's okay because they know me and they know that I don't mean harm or mm. so basically your definition of home is that home is where you feel comfortable I guess you would be that yeah I guess hmm. I guess you would be that yeah yeah I'm a psychologist <laughs> <laughs> good job good job you you thank had you, it thank you <laughs> <laughs> good job <laughs> well thank you very much for, th for this episode you're welcome thank you it was a really nice conversation it was I enjoyed it and thank you beautiful people for listening to us and see you in another episode bye bye